from that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. Coach O, Forrest Gump, one of my favorite cross-country runners of all time. What was that? Forrest Gump was like in 1991, 93. It's timeless. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. 94, actually. 94. Thanks, Coach Moore. Oh, well, speaking of Coach Moore, he jumps right in there, doesn't he? He just... You, would you like to go ahead and take over the podcast, Coach Moore? Yeah, it was my senior year in high school. So oh, okay. So, there you so go. I remember those things. All right, good. Well, great movie, huh? It, well, and I get compared to Forrest Gump quite often. Is that... You do? I do. You do a good Forrest Gump My hairline is about like Forrest Gump. I run like Forrest Gump. You do? I'm about as intelligent as Forrest Gump. Yeah? So I get compared to Forrest quite often. Well, let's hear your Forrest Gump. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, you <laughs> said it, Coach. You, I mean, you, you set the stage. No, you guys take take it over. I was just trying to cr- get you. Uh, is Forrest is the Forrest Gump what inspired you to become a cross country coach? No, even in some small way. I, I, for the podcast, I'll tell you yes. Okay, good. <laughs> it makes it makes for good entertainment. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to save the weave for a bit, Coach O. So this is a cross country special. They're out there in the heat, getting it done, and. We don't have porta cools on them, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. First, let's get to this. Well, all right. So, you know, I was, again, I was up all night trying to think of a <laughs> really good subject spotlight for this, um, this episode. And I came up with, you know, as I watch cross-country runners running and I watch parents running after their cross-country runners, encouraging them, the word scramble came to my mind. Um, you know, so in honor of all the scrambling that goes on in a cross-country meet, we're talking eggs. Mm. Scrambled eggs, specifically. Name a vegetable. That goes with scrambled eggs. Okay. All right. Now, how, this this is how this works. Coach Moore, are you a golfer? Because yes, that's sir. where I thought she was headed. Yep. I bet golfer. you thought that's where she was headed too, didn't you? Um, yes. But, you know, these cross-country kids, they do have to scramble around the course and up and down hills mm-hmm. and through creeks and valleys and, there you, uh, go, Coach. you know, all kinds God. of crazy conditions. So You're on it. You bet. That's it. Why don't you do this for us? Before you answer her pending question, introduce the guests that you brought with you this morning. We have uh, two North Forney uh, cross-country runners, uh, both seniors, Jessica Guardiola and Gabe Gathua this morning. Wait, how, how do you pronounce Gabe's last name again? Gathua. The? Gabe, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, he said it right, Gathua. 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 Okay. Gathua. I think Gabe said it better. Gathua. Always. I mean, he's used to saying it, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Both of you. And uh, we'll put Coach Moore on the spot first here, and then you can you can come in with your leftovers. Now, qu- obviously, my you know I'm getting my my answers from Google. I know. So at any time, if someone you know says something that Google also said, then you know we'll give them a ding ding ding. Okay, Coach Moore, you're up. He a already ve- forgot the a question. A vegetable <laughs> that goes well with scrambled <laughs> eggs. Last year podcast, you talked about granola bars and asked me which granola bar I like. So let's raise, we're raising the bar. I don't eat granola bars. 
Well, this year, you, I'm you, we know. You know I what? I got eat, a good memory. I don't eat eggs. Oh my gosh! But he buys goat granola bars because they are cheap. That's and right. That's I a good that. thing to give kids. On you know night. someone yeah. who does? Your mm-hmm. wife eat eggs? No, she does not. Oh, Aaron. Man. There's no one in your home. Somebody eats eggs. Your mom, your dad. You've eaten a scrambled egg before in yes, your life. Yes, but we never you know what he eats? You know what he eats? You know what he eats? He eats pickles. <laughs> I do eat pickles. <laughs> he does I like pickles. pickles I remember it? that from last year, too. <laughs> but I, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're smart, you're, you're, you're a pretty intelligent eggs. person. Give us an educated guess. Have you ever walked through a restaurant and seen someone eating eggs? Yes. Did they have a vegetable on their plate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. You don't know a vegetable when you see one. Come on. Come on. Onions. <laughs> well, about that? ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding. There you go. It's on the list. All right. Yes, that was on the list. Okay. Gabe, you're up. Um, I would say probably tomatoes. I don't know. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't know people ate vegetables with eggs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was going to say, I, I don't. I'll have them with hot sauce. There or you like go. Okay. salsa. Now, yeah. listen, this is. Wait a minute. We're, we're, we're headed Wait a minute. To or ketchup. That is not a vegetable. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yes, it is. Um, well, yes, I guess the ingredients in salsa full. are vegetables. Listen, best answer hey, table by hit, far. Hit so far. it. Thank don't. you. No. Thank you so much. Hit it. I'm not hitting no. it. No. I'm not hitting that. This is my last word. No. <laughs> <laughs> not true, though. Your answer is on the money and that's going to segue into my answer which is jalapenos which is one of the best things you can possibly eat ding, 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 ding. Yeah, for sure now i can't believe none of you said potatoes because people eat uh, well, hey, we still got a whole other group oh, yeah. to come on that's listening right they're now. they're listening yes they're in the green room oh I didn't we know have a green room people wait potatoes okay. are vegetables oh this is good gabe potato yes, is babe. it potato oh, okay. it's technically uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh what's it called come on jeremy Potato, he didn't eat potato. potatoes, so it's he a, didn't know. A, I do eat it's potatoes, a, it's a, but I'm not a biology teacher. I'm a history teacher. Well, it's, but there's a good thing. I can tell you all about the Irish potato. A potato's not an animal. To, potato's not an animal either. True. True. Now, uh, you know, you can. What? Gosh, dang it! The word escapes me. But potatoes like a root, right? We'll ask. We'll ask the. We'll ask Sandy Cook. She's. She's a know-it-all. She'll probably be able to come in here and answer that. Coach o, or Google can tell us. I'm about we, to look it up. Are we excused to talk about cross country now? Go ahead. Coach Moore, you're the head cross country coach at North Forney High School. This is the first 6A cross country program we've ever had in the history of Forney ISD. Yep. Yep. How are we doing? We're having a really good year. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gabe in our last meet just got third overall Ooh. in the uh, Tim Minky Invitational by Sulphur Springs. Uh, we had 11 kids that medaled. Um, there, both the uh, JV programs got first place in that meet. Both the uh, varsity teams got second place in that meet. So season just started. That was our third race overall, with a two mile kind of warm up as our first race, and then we did the Green Hill relays, which is a six mile uh, four man team or relay. That was a fun event to do. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that in cross country very much. A Saturday we're at uh, the Molina uh, Invitational in Dallas. And so that now we're getting the five Ks going about every weekend now. But yeah, we're having a great time. Got great kids. Uh, got a lot of kids. We were up to about sixty kids in practice. Wow! And uh, that's the most cross country kids we've ever had at North Forney. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. far. So and it, you know, it fluctuates because some kids show up. At, you know, it's early in the morning. Yeah, but we're between like fifty and sixty uh, for most practices, and been running about fifty in the meets. Coach O, we talked to Kim Morsak yesterday about our unbelievably high participation rates. And look at this. Cross country is right in there. There you go. Those numbers are soaring. You know, I think cross country could be an extreme sport. Yeah. With the heat, definitely. 
And do y'all run in the cold as well? Yes. Yes. Doesn't matter how cold no. it is. They've got on those shorts and the tank yeah. top. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just you. It's just you and the terrain. The uh, the Green Hill relays. They have hay bale obstacles. You have to jump over to. And they oh. aren't easy after you run three miles and then jump over two stacked tables. What, is that like a is that like a, a precursor to a decathlon or whatever it's called? <laughs> uh, what, what what is it called? Is it like a Spartan race kind Spartan of thing. Spartan race. Yeah. Y'all ever seen a mud run? My wife used to do those. I've mud, heard of them. Mud runs. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like that's a pretty extreme mm. climbing over walls and mm-hmm. cl- going underwater and crawling through mud and mm. people think it's fun. Yeah, I I, this that is, sounds what, like fun, and that's what I would expect a cross country kid to say, right? I could see that could be something they would pursue as an adult, but I want to know from you two, why did you pursue cross country in the first place as a student athlete? Um, so, I've always been running since I was a little kid. My parents would take me out to the Forney Park on Sunday, and we would run. And at the time, I hated it. But when I got into middle school, I tried it, and I really liked it. So I just kept on doing it throughout all my years. So I've done it ever since I was in seventh grade, and I just kind of kept with, kept with it. And I really loved all the coaches through and through and the team. So that's Does why. that just warm your heart, Coach Moore? Uh, mm-hmm. Jessica's one of, the, one of the best we've ever had come through the program. That's like, awesome. Just a great, great, great kid. Yeah. Shows up every day, does the work, and uh, doesn't mind the work. And great attitude, great teammate. Yeah. Lucky to have her. He gonna say the same thing about you, Gabe. Gabe on the other hand, <laughs> so, yeah, me, me is a, it's a harder story. But uh, I'm basically I'm Kenyan, so like it's in my blood to like always run. My family always runs, and they always push me to run. I've been running since like I was young. Uh, I ran my freshman year. Uh, I didn't run district race though. Uh, I, don't, I just I don't know. And then my sophomore year, I I didn't run at all. Uh, I think I just let the times get a get into my head too much, and then I didn't run. And then coach uh, let me come back junior year. Uh, Stayed believing in me, and uh, now I'm running with him. I ran with him junior year and ran track, and then yeah, I'm running with him now senior year. So, shout yeah. out, coach. Yeah, shout out to coach. Cause see, that's some, that's something that mm-hmm. people don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, he left it. He had a conversation with coach. Coach believed in him. He trusted that he was going to come back and do what he needed to do, and now he's a senior that's successful in the program. Gabe's putting the time too. He ran the broke the two mile record this year. Uh, for the school, and uh, in his first 5K, uh, is now the third fastest, fastest uh, 5K since Cal Garcia ran that wow. last week. So I remember and seeing this, Cal yeah, first 5K. So yeah, uh, he's putting a lot of work for it, and it paid off. You know, when you guys are out there running, are you are you running for time, or are you are you running against the person? What is the motivation? Is it the person that's next to you that you're trying to beat? Or is it that a time you're trying to be? Because I noticed that y'all are looking at your watches when you're out there running. Uh, yeah, so for me, uh, I don't really wear a watch. It's just natural for me not to wear one. But usually I just, like, try uh, – I just basically just keep on repeating myself, especially at the start of the race, like what Coach always says, uh, not to go out too fast because you can lose the first, like, first part of the race if you go out too fast. So just staying uh, calm, staying, like, ready to, like, go keep on, like – but once the cause once you get out to, like, that, the actual half, like, half a mile – can now like it starts like spreading out and then you can start making your move but just the start of the race just stay calm and then whoever's in the start just stay on their heels and then at the end just if they're going you go with them and then beat them at the end i think my motivation honestly while i'm running my thought is i need to keep on going i need to keep on going even if it's painful i gotta keep on going i'm literally like 
until my legs like literally give out, I'm going to keep on going because you start to feel the pain, your legs are hurting, you're going up hills, you're going down hills. But I'm always like, I got to go. I got to keep on going. And I also would like to thank my parents because they'll always show up in my family. So it's really nice to see them watch you run as well. Well, speaking of your parents and your family, now we don't know them, but we do need to know. Are your parents those parents that are running next to you, screaming <laughs> as you're going by, running with you? 100%. Like <laughs> cowbell and everything, like extremely loud. But supportive. Yes, supportive, I would say is the word. I think cross-country parents are the most intense parents I've ever seen. Sometimes They're literally they running next to them. Yeah. Not, not, not encouraging not, them, not encouraged by the meet referee, but you know, at, at the appropriate time and at portion of the race, maybe coach more, you know, parent can do that. People don't think of cross country necessarily as a spectator sport, but the truth is on the right course, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. It really is. Yes. Yes. You know, you, you see those little competitive pockets of kids and kids uh, sauntering for position and jostling mm-hmm. and the, you know, the start of the race and the end of the very race physical. is very aggressive. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, uh, it's much more of a spectator sport than, than you would think something occurs to me as I'm listening to you guys talk about getting into your sport and, and, you know, um, progressing through your sport. Aren't we trained? I mean, what perfect training for whatever endeavor they go on to. They literally are talking about pushing through. I gotta, I gotta keep going. It doesn't matter that I feel the pain. I've got to get through the pain to get to the next phase and whatever I'm doing. And that is a perfect training ground for whatever pursuit they choose or to be their lifetime endeavor. Wouldn't you just, say, Coach Moore? Just like life. It is. Like there is uh, you, you can't avoid uh, pain in life. Pain is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And in running, it, all it does is build that tolerance for pain, and you realize what you thought was tough is not really that tough because you just pushed through it, and so the bar keeps moving down the road just like life does. Yeah. There's it's like Jessica of, said. You just keep on going. You just keep on God. going. Mm-hmm. In that life – you just keep on going. Absolutely. But why don't more people want to run cross country, though? Well, you got 60 of them. <laughs> I mean, I come on. Well, agreed, agreed. But uh, when you when you throw it out there, to even like basketball players and soccer players are like, oh, no, I don't run. You, you have yeah, to be you mentally do. tough. Yeah, it is there a mental has toughness. To, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody can be mentally tough, though. Anybody can be like mentally tough. So. Said well, the guy, would you expand said the guy on that? His freshman year. <laughs> expand on that. Oh, uh, because it was a car. Because if you say and I, like, that's what I thought my sophomore year. Not everybody can do it, but anybody can really do uh, cross country. Because as you can tell, I came back my junior year, even though I quit sophomore year. But anybody can do it. So there's your lesson. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do it, but it does take training. It does take a mindset that gets you there, and and it takes a you got to want to do it. But boy, put all that together. I would be willing to bet just about anything that you two will be successful in life. And there's probably a lot of reasons for that. But cross, I can promise you cross country is absolutely one of them. Coach Moore, you've got a sticker that you hand out. I've got it on my computer. I don't have it with me, but it's. I'm going to paraphrase this probably really badly. But it's something about uh, cross country not being about strength, but it's about testing the strength of the human heart. Yes. Right. I mean, Bill Bowerman quote. Okay. From Nike and you coach the Oregon. Why'd you pick that on your special sticker that you handed out to nice. VIPs like me? Well, so, 
I hand that out to everybody, but uh, oh, yes, yes. Well, <laughs> you definitely uh, are like VIP around 327th on the list. No, no, no. I mean, it's it, for exactly what it says. Um, you know, you can't, uh, in cross country, there's no defense. You can't control what other runners do. All you mm. can control is what you do. You can't trip so, them or step on their uh, shoestrings. Well, no, I have you, seen yeah, that. You can't. You sh- I'm sure you could if you get away with it. Yeah. But uh, everything we do in cross country is about rewarding kids for uh, breaking their PRs, uh, setting, breaking new goals, setting new goals, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, there's, that's, that's all you can do is to try your best every day. And then you see the reward from that. And that's what that talks about is you can't win every race because you can't control who you're running against, but you can always control your effort. At the end of the day, isn't that what you want? You just want, you want to try, you want your, your kids, you want them to try their best. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's so simple, but so profound. Okay. So where, where are we, what do we have upcoming? If I want to be one of those spectators with my cowbell and my running shoes ready to cheer on North Forney cross country, where's, the, where's a good place for me to show up to see these fine young men and women in the program compete? We're at uh, Jesse Owen Sports Complex on Saturday, Saturday morning uh, okay. for the Molina Invitational. Then we're off a week because uh, it's homecoming football game and homecoming dance that week. And then we're back at uh, Fair Park for the Thomas Jefferson Invitational. Um, schedules on Go Falcons, and love to have people come out. You know, kudos to Coach Moore because he really has built this cross-country program. Um, he talked about it at the beginning. You know, the numbers have increasingly gone up every year. So that's a testament to him and getting out and recruiting and kids seeing good things happening in his program and wanting to be in it. Now, Gabe and Jessica, you guys are smart. I feel like you're very intelligent. I'm going to ask you a very important question okay. that people will want to know. Okay. And don't be afraid, okay? <laughs> we want to know something funny or embarrassing about Coach Moore that no one knows. Funny or embarrassing. Don't be afraid. Give me your best shot. <laughs> okay, I think I'll go first. Sometimes he'll wear like a, a wig, like a founding father's type of wig type of thing, and he'll wear it and he'll run with us wearing that. That's one of the most interesting answers we've ever gotten to your question. I, I, I was not expecting that. I wasn't either. Who, who is he supposed to be? George Washington? It's, it's a mullet wig. A mullet. Yeah. It's like gray, light uh, gray. Matches oh, no. my hair perfectly. Oh, wow. I'd like to see a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Next time that happens, please, someone get a photo. Oh, we have a bunch of some of my teammates have pictures. Oh, good. Yeah. Interesting. He's proud of it. Look at him. He's proud. He He's not embarrassed. It was a gift for my runner, so I'm going to cherish that thing. Mm. Uh, Gabe, if you, if you can <laughs> beat that. Can he top that one? No. I was, I was going to do the exact same. That's what I was going well, yeah. to pick the exact same one, but I don't really have anything else than that. Well, I'd like to one. know, as you're running with that mullet <laughs> on your head, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> this is what hair feels like. Like I just, I don't know that feeling, and I, it, it hangs in my eyes and gets in my mouth, and it gets all sweaty. Like uh, I, just, these are things I don't experience on on a day to day basis. Mm, I've just been completely to, thrown off. I get to feel it flowing through the breeze. You know, it's. I'll, I'll wear it tomorrow if you want me to. I'll take some more pictures. Wow. You should have worn it today. I should have. You could have been on the podcast with your George Washington wig. <laughs> I should have done that. Mm. Do you powder it? 
No, no. Again, it's uh, <laughs> it does have gray to it, but it really is a mullet wig. Oh, you're going that's, more that's for. The, I'm going for the mullet mullet route. <laughs> again, we're kind of getting back into the Forrest Gump territory. If you can get the big beard with it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm. yep, that'd be great. Now, on, on a serious note, tell um, tell us what what do you guys plan to do um, after high school? Uh, um, I I plan to uh, probably major in computer science, and then maybe become a software engineer. Okay, little techie. And I plan to pursue my engineering degree. Oh, some smart kids. Yeah. Uh, both of them had internships. Jessica did the NASA internship a couple of years ago. It was a big deal in Forney ISD. And then Gabe did, uh, uh, it was a computer internship this summer too, writing software to keep things from getting hacked and that kind of stuff. Mm. So that's Eth- the best. Ethical hacking. There you go. Ethical hacking. Mm. Maybe you guys could come back someday and, and really teach us how to use this podcast board and, and so we can move out of amateur territory into professionalism on the on, in the pod. What do you think about that? We'd love to. Okay. It's a date. So we will be looking for you guys uh, on the course very soon. Um, as we go from uh, your invitational meets, you're going to go into district before too long. We know we're in that 6A district. i got to think it's a good cross-country district, but it sounds like we are right in there mi- able to mix it up uh, with our 6A opponents in, in District 10. Do you know offhand when that district meet is? Uh, October the 9th. And it is located? Tyler, Texas. In Tyler. That's mm-hmm. right. It was in Tyler last year, so at the campus of University of Texas, Tyler. They've moved the location this year. Okay. It's at one of their parks. Uh, I haven't got that information from them yet exactly where the park is, but... Yeah, it's there. Well, good luck in the invitationals, but especially good luck in district. And uh, we hope to see you guys uh, continuing to bring home some hardware to uh, represent North Forney and flash in everybody's eyes with your medals. Uh, (laughs) But we hope to see you at the regional meet, too. We are proud that you're representing our school district and and the North Forney campus. We wish you the very best. And, uh, you know, hey, thanks for being According to Coach Moore and his quote from whoever gave me the, gave him the quote to put on the sticker uh, for having big hearts and uh, putting everything you got into your sport. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Okay. So we are preparing now to shift over to the Forney side. We have a very successful cross-country program on the south side as well. We're making the transition. You know how that goes. Like I said, this is not a professional podcast. We just kind of do the best we can around here. And as they shift, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Well, I know this is a cross-country episode, but the fact is it's also a Friday that we're recording this, and we've got football games tonight at Citibank Stadium. Uh, North Forney takes on North Mesquite. It's the Battle of the Norths, and um, it is little future Falcon night. That is always fun for us. Uh, so there'll be a bunch of peewee football players and potentially middle school football players who are starting out in the sport, and they're going to get to run through the big tunnel onto the field at Citibank Stadium tonight before the football game starts. So uh, if you're hearing this podcast today on Friday, that's always a fun thing to come out and see. All those kids, if you are if you happen to be in contact with this podcast or your parents or your coaches or whatever, you get in free if you wear your jersey. Come on in free and run out on the field and uh, celebrate the Falcons being undefeated in 
the 2023 football season thus far. I will say the Jackrabbits are undefeated, too. They're over in Mesquite. Mesquite. One Mesquite came to us. We're going to another one. They're at Memorial tonight against Mesquite Poteet. So lots of good football action in town. It is going to be hot again. We're doing things to uh, alleviate that heat and, and uh, putting porta cools on sidelines and uh, making sure we have extra water breaks built in and all the good things that we do to keep our kids safe. Another reminder to fans and all the other groups that are coming into our stadiums, please plan ahead. Um, you know, I, I mean, if you got to wear cool clothing, take breaks yourself and go down into the concourse and get something from the concession stand, make sure you hydrate before you go to the game. I'll be honest, I will be on the sideline. Uh, I'd always drink now a 33-ounce uh, bottle of Pedialyte on game day because, you. I mean, it's just uh, extremely hot. So you got to plan ahead. Football's fun. See you tonight if you're coming. Now let's get back to cross country. Coach O, we got new people at the table. Yeah, we got the South Side and the legendary Sandy Cook in the pod today. Well, I don't – I should have – wait, let's try this. Local legend. She is a legend. A local legend. Well, I just got through talking to Jeremy Moore, your counterpart at North Forney, and and they've got bigger numbers than they've ever had at North Forney. Jeremy's done a great job building that program up. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the the norm for you, isn't it? You've you've, uh, had this program in place and running successfully for a long time. Well, thank you. Uh, Right now, we only have about 40, not compared to 60. Didn't North Forney say 60? He did say 60. Yeah. So we have 40 um, total kids out there right now. And what I want to say about these kids, they're really amazing kids. So the kids that are out there, they're hard workers. They come every day. And when I say every day, it's kind of hard to get there at 630 when you're a teenager. But they're there every morning at 630 and working until about 8 o'clock. If you can just get yourself out of the bed and go to school at 6.30 in the morning every morning for something that nobody else wants to do necessarily, just that is setting you up for great success in life. We'll get to that in a minute. I know Coach O has a question she's going to ask, but but, 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 but let's let Sandy introduce her her kids first. Yes, it's my privilege. Uh, I have Nate Panetta, and he is a senior. This is his fourth year. And uh, Ryan Syracuse, she's a senior. Um, she never really thought she was going to do cross country, but I recruited her from track over to cross country. So, and Nate too, also. Good job, Coach Cook. Okay, Coach O, the table is yours. Okay, so the subject spotlight is um, we're talking about scrambles because of all the scrambles that go on in a cross country meet. Um, scrambled eggs. We want to know a vegetable. That goes good with scrambled eggs. And you cannot say <laughs> tomatoes, onions, or potatoes because those have already been said. Now, if you don't say something that Google said, I'm going to have to hit you with the No. Is Sandy first? Yes. Well, I have all kinds, but uh, oh, mushrooms. Good. Bing, 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 bing. Mushrooms. Yeah. I'd say bell peppers. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Come well, on, Nate. Don't let us down. <laughs> I was going to say bell peppers, but um, let's see, let's see. Mm. It's always tough to go last. <laughs> I know. Everybody gets the good answers already. No one has named my absolute 
favorite thing to eat with eggs? They haven't? No. I would say spinach. Ding, 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 Was that your favorite? I don't have No. Mine was avocado. Oh. Ooh, I like that too. So, uh... A potato is a starch, Coach. Is that what you were referring know. to? That's, that's absolutely not what I was referring to. No. Oh. What, uh, we might as well move on. Because yeah, because. Sometimes, you know, you get brain freeze geez. on a thing, the word you're looking for, and then it, it, okay. we could sit here for another 30 minutes. It's not going to happen. Well, those were good. That was good. Those were very good. Yeah. Those were very good. Is uh, Eggs, is that, a good, uh, is that a good power food to get ready for cross country? Yes. Yeah, I would think so. Well, uh, Coach Moore over at North Forney doesn't even eat eggs. Yeah. His time's passed. What's wrong with him? Nor granola bars. I mean, we don't know. He's yeah. He's, he's just, so he's weird. Okay. Well, he does he work George a, Washington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where's a wig in wig. practice? Come so, on. Did you know that, Sandy? No, and I was really upset that I've never seen that. So I challenged him to wear it next time we're together. I'm, oh, well, a challenge. Well, and I'm real interested to sit here what your kids are gonna have to say about you well, for the end I'm, of this podcast. I don't know what they could say, but we'll see. I bet they'll come up with something. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh, cross country season is in full swing now, um, and uh, it's a little hot, but that's why you run at six a.m. Right? That is and, correct. But we've got uh, how are our kids doing so far in the twenty three season, and uh, what can people, uh, what should people be excited about in forty cross country? Well, we're real excited. Uh, we have a really strong team, boys and girls. Um, young team. I only have uh, three seniors on the team. And uh, two of them are sitting right here. So um, we've come off of a 5K. We went to Marcus Coach T Invitational in Denton, which is a huge meet. Uh, so many kids. I want to say there were over 1,500 kids. Wow. So some of these races had 293 people in the race itself. <laughs> and it was one what after a shoot, another. What a shoot. To, to come out of the shoot with 300 kids. Sheesh. I mean, we were actually stacked behind people at the start line because there's no room. And I literally wanted to take a picture because when they would take off, it was dusty, like. Oh, yeah. Eat your dust. You know, yeah. it's like really dusty. And they just ran it one after another, one after another. But we had many PRs at that meet. Uh, we didn't score high, but we competed. And yeah. it's all about individual competition anyway, basically, until we get to the district and regional meets. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach, <clears throat> Coach Weaver had kind of touched on the, a little bit um, when you first got on, but just how you have sustained um, such a respectable program for this many years. How have you been able to do that? You always have good numbers. You always have good kids. They're always competitive. And you're still like the Energizer Bunny out there running around after them. Well, I just have to give them credit. They believe in me. And uh, when kids come out to visit us and they see these kids, they want to be a part of it. And it really is truly a family. And no one really understands that until they see it. But these kids support each other. They encourage each other. And they're there for each other. And um, it just makes it easy for me. And I just can't tell you, it's been a blessing. I don't think it's anything I've done. It's just them and what they do. You got to go get them, though. You got to get them in, don't you? She came to get you, didn't she? Both of y'all. She did. That's pretty good. So besides Sandy Cook's encouragement, what caused you to want to be a cross-country kid? It was definitely the team. The team is so supportive, and I also love running. So just being able to do something I love with people that support me along the way, it really, wanted me, it really made me want to be a part of our team. 
that's cool. You don't think of cross country necessarily as being a team sport, but no. Boy, it, it absolutely fits into the piece. It fits into the puzzle, doesn't it? Well, Coach Cook does a she does a really good job of creating that family atmosphere. So I'm not surprised. What you were in track already? Yes, sir. What uh, events? I typically do the 800 and the 4x4. Four four. Okay. All right. Not n- wouldn't necessarily correlate those with uh, with a cross country race. Um, how has that transition been for you? Is it did you find it to be a pretty easy transition, or is it like totally different worlds when you go to cross country? No, I feel like the endurance that I build during cross country helps me on track, especially during the 800. Mm, good. Nate, cool. I see you. You're agreeing. Yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, I would say. With me being in cross country, it's, I started when I was in seventh grade and my, you know, I didn't really have a choice with my parents. My parents forced me into it and I didn't know what to expect. But as soon as I started uh, cross country, the the atmosphere of how the uh, the teammates are and how we cheer for each other, it was just, it was amazing. And it was, it was a big family and it kept growing and that's, I continue with cross country. And with the track, it it did help me out for uh, endurance purposes. Bless your parents, by the way, uh, for being insightful yes. and full of wisdom. Uh, it is a good thing to uh, – you use the word force. Uh, yeah, they probably encouraged you. But I anyway. would say encouraged. Yeah, that, but you know what? I mean, that's that's pretty smart because if you – we said this before. You want your children to do what, Coach O? Just go – try to do their very best and what an what a thing to be involved in to prepare you for what's down the road coach cook we've had some of your kids that have exited your program come back a time or two and talk to us on the podcast and you got a, you've had a number of kids go through your program who have gone on to, to great success and we think cross country we prove it she's a, a coach well it's true one middle school and she was one of my kids yeah she yeah. ran cross country pretty cool can we say how long Coach Cook has been here? Can we? You say it all the time. I heard it. Oh, I guess we probably <laughs> already did. I mean, isn't this your 39th year? In Forney, yes. In Forney? Yes. 39th year in Forney. Mm, mm, mm. Can you believe I can still walk? At, and at a at a rapid pace. Yeah, she's don't let her fool you. You get out she's there and run with those kids ever? No, but I do walking. And during the summer, I walk 100 miles a month. Wow. <laughs> so I make myself do that. Well, I feel like I'm underachieving on my treadmill then because yeah. I'm barely getting to 30 minutes, what but I'm trying to do my very best. That's all. What does that make me? I don't even have a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> True story. You know, we, do you guys have a watch on when you're running and you're checking your watch? Yes. You don't? No, I don't. Well, I, I'm, I don't care. I can admit this. So I have... Amp the speed up a little bit on Trudy. That's my treadmill. Yeah. And um, and I went to go look at my time because I have my watch on. I went to go look at my time. I got a little, my feet got a little crossed up and <laughs> I flew off the back. I thought I had broken my leg, but it's all good. Now I just look at it on the screen. Did you, did, hold and look. Did you get back up and get on the treadmill again? I got back on it. See? I did. It's all about endurance. Thank goodness for that wall. Just gotta keep, keep no. going. No, it's all right. Yeah, that's why I was so infatuated with it, them looking at their watches. My dogs have a treadmill. True, 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 true story. Well, you whole, do have those competitive. Yeah. you know, competitive dogs. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, back to uh, reality. 
and human beings and Forney Cross Country. You guys are also uh, have had some pretty nice success lately. Coach Cook, any of you are welcome to jump in there, but I've been seeing, uh, I think, what we can anticipate to be a cross-country group that's going to pay dividends out of district, potentially to the regional and state level. Um, I happen to, little birdie told me we're already looking at hotel rooms and, and Round Rock. <laughs> you got to have a vision. Know. Yeah. You got to uh, be prepared, okay? That's I right. Mean, so let's talk about some of, some of the successes we've had. Any of you, jump in there and tell us what do you, what do, who we've been beating, what have we been winning, who, where are the medals? Show me the, show me the hardware. Show me the money. Yes. Well, what y'all don't really understand is we compete against 6A schools. So when we go out there, it's not just our district teams or it's not just even 5A. Uh, all the meets that we've actually been competing in, we're, we're going up against the 6A teams. And, yeah, we've gotten some medals. Uh, we've done – a two-mile race in Wiley, and we brought home, you know, six or seven medals there. Then we did the Green Hill Relay. Uh, our boys placed number four overall in that relay against 6A teams. And then, um, like I said this last weekend, we went to the big meet in Denton, and um, Jane Segato, she received a medal there, and um, we got a lot of PR. So... Like I said, we're putting it out there. We're not really looking so much at metal, hardware at this point. We're looking at a vision down the road and what, what that's going to get us. For the for the uh, the layman out there, the novice, um, we talk about PR all the time. It's kind of become part of the lexicon of athletics, but tell us what a PR is. It's a personal record, and I also keep season best because sometimes they'll get their PR as a freshman, as a freshman and they might not get that PR again. But we, I keep up with their season best, too, so that there's always that encouragement, something to be shooting for, something that they can achieve along the way. And I really think they all know their PRs, and yeah. they all know their season best. Like, they can tell you when they finish that race what they've done. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, best of luck on uh, – <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the next race you got? Uh, we're going to Crandall. Oh. And we will see some of our districts. Boy, listen there. here. Hey, mm-hmm. listen. Y'all better beat Crandall. <laughs> I don't I don't care who else is in that race. We we have the expectation that the Jackrabbits beat Crandall. Do y'all understand that? They understand. Yes, we that's a, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> okay, good. Uh-huh. I just want to be real clear about that. Well, Coach, before we get out of here, you know, we got to ask them my, all, my favorite question. Oh, I knew you oh, were going yeah. to. They got to they got to tell us something that's funny or embarrassing about Coach Cook that no one knows. I don't know what I do. There's got to be something y'all are laughing at her about in the locker room. Our coach is like, she's pretty normal. <laughs> like she she's like, a, she's, she's perfect pretty, in every she's way. She's so perfect. I think the only thing that like is kind of silly is like how she leaves her bag everywhere. We have oh, to go chase after true. it at every meet. Like She'll leave it like at the start line, and then she'll walk away, and then she's like, where's my bag five minutes later? And then we're looking for it all over the course, and it's mm. just it's really I mean, hectic. they do. They keep up with my bag and my phone because yeah. I lay my phone down too, and – I just wait for them to come back and I say, have y'all seen it? And they'll go, it's right over there. And, oh, there it is. I mean, I do that on a regular basis. But you know where has anyone ever hi- Has anyone ever hid it from her? No, what? they like me. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're nice fo- to me. She's focused. Yeah, She's focused. There's a thought for you guys, you jackrabbit cross-country runners. <laughs> Next time, you don't, don't know where her bag cry. is. Don't instigate mischief. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, uh, as usual, we underperforming, embarrassing moments on Coach Cook. We know she's perfectly perfect in every way, and we don't. Have, nobody can think of every, anything embarrassing about her ever. But maybe someday somebody will come up with something embarrassing about Coach Cook. I did fall down one time. Do y'all remember that? I don't even know if y'all remember was, it. Was it last year? No, it no? was in the summer. It was oh. like two years ago. And I tri- tripped over one of their bags. I'm telling on myself. I tripped over one of their bags in the parking lot at um, the park. So you, so you fell on concrete? Yes. Oh. And I almost uh, hit my chin, but I didn't. But oh. I did get like gravel in my hand and stuff like that. I don't know if that's really funny or anything. I'm laughing, but it's very a very uncomfortable laugh. I know it's borderline tragic. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how you always laugh. She worked here for 39 years, and then there was that bag in the parking lot. Remember that? Okay, so you're, you've got Crandall coming up. We're going to dominate them as always. That's our goal in life. And then after we get done with the Crandall meet, what, what do we got coming up? After? Then we go to Lovejoy, which is one of our favorite. Good. And then uh, back to Denton for another race. And then we go out to uh, Grand Prairie to run that regional course. And then it's time for district. Okay. Where's district this year? It's still at Crandall at that Rusted Rail golf course. Oh, so about, but is that where this Crandall meet is this weekend? No, it's okay. at the high school. Yeah. I will say this, Rusted Rail in Crandall is where we had our 14-5A meet last year. Crandall, even though we like to dominate them in every opportunity, they did a really good job hosting that meet out there. It was it was a well-run meet. I'm sure it will be again. You can stand at one place on that golf course and see a large portion of the race. So from a spectator standpoint, I really enjoyed it because you know, you know, a lot of times you can only see little bits and pieces in a cross-country mm-hmm. race but um it is truly a pretty good spectator sport you 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 like you said the shoot coming out at the beginning of the race is always very intense everybody's jostling for position you see kids spread out through and there are all these little individual uh battles going on at all time you know people trying to uh manipulate the the wind and stay just in the right place and then overtake somebody at the opportune moment it's pretty fun to watch um then you, you said you're going to be ready for regional. We know these ladies and gentlemen are going to be at regional. That's at Grand Prairie? Yes. And then state will be at Round Rock? And the top ten individuals at the regional meet, not counting the ones that are going on a team, get to go to the state meet. So if your team is one of four, they'll pull all those kids out of the race, and then they start counting individuals. So, um, you know, that's what we have our eyes set on. All right. We'll keep our eyes on it, too. Yeah, we will. Uh, so, you know, I mean, let's just put it out there. We're going to dominate Crandall, and then we're going to go to state. So as long <laughs> okay, as you can you accomplish go. that, then uh, we'll be satisfied, and we'll see you in Round Rock. Ron, how long have I been talking about that? Since summer. Okay. <laughs> or maybe so. even since track season ended back last year. One, one last question. I don't think we asked you, and if we did, it's because my memory is bad and somebody can correct me, but did we ask you, what, what are you guys planning to do after cross-country? Because we like to know where are the outstanding young men and women in our programs. What's your, what are your plans once you graduate? Once I graduate, I plan to go to college, but I do not plan to continue running. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, uh, uh, leisurely? For fun, yes. Yeah, okay. There you go. Uh. I plan to go to college as well and uh, go to med school. Oh. But with running, I'd say just for fun. If I can get a scholarship for running, then I would take that. For sure. So we're going to be calling him Dr. Nate. That'd be cool. Maybe Dr. Nate can come back and uh, invest in 
our athletic programs. And I want to say one thing about Nate and Ryan. I always break on her too, but but Nate, we can't function without him. He does everything for the team. He carries the tent. He puts up the tent. He takes down the tent. I mean. One day we were missing one of the kids. I know that's not good to say. You were missing a kid. And they really weren't missing. But I was like, where are they? <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yes. And so I was going to go to Nate and, and ask him to go find, I guess, Ryan. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, so go find Ryan. And he had already gone because he already knew that that needed to be taken care of. And he would already taken off without me even say, even finding him to say, hey, hey, go find Ryan. And he does everything. I mean, like he's, he's a server and what a leader. Nate, I need you to come out to my house and I, I, I <laughs> on staff see if you can take care of help with my children. Uh, that that's a a lesson that it sounds like is really good. Hey, some people just got it right, and and I think a lot of times it comes out in cross country because it literally you've just got to have a mindset that's pretty unique. How how far are they running, Sandy? Well, over three miles. So yeah. five k. No matter the weather. Doesn't matter if it's 107. Sometimes they change the course on us and make us run farther, so you yeah. never know. But Might have to cross through a creek. Might be raining. Could be in the mud. Yeah. You could slip down have to get back up. It's always uncomfortable because you're trying to push yourself beyond your PR. Uh, but they're just getting it done. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to lobby for cross country to be an extreme sport. Okay. Well, you got my vote. Good. You got my vote. All right. So, folks, if you want a unique spectator experience... A uh, little bit different than football, but in my humble opinion, in some ways, just as exciting. Certainly, uh, the beginning and the end of the race are always really fun to watch at cross country. And we are fortunate to have some stellar cross country programs in Forney ISD. We love our coaches. That, that always has a great deal to do with it. It also takes real special young men and women. Who, who are willing to get it done out there. And we're proud that you're representing our school district and Forney High School, and we're proud that you're going to whip up on the Pirates, and we're proud that you're going to go to state and represent us, and we'll see you there. Oh, everybody's pointing because they got a pretty cool-looking T-shirt on, too. Y'all are lead kids, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Both at Leeds this last spring? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, uh, I'd hate to toot our own horn, Coach O. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Well, on but, Fridays, we try to wear those lead shirts. What's that? Like on Fridays, we try to wear those lead shirts. Oh, wow. I was going to ask. I, I'm, I Obviously, it was planned, um, but it's planned far further than what we thought. Yeah. It, not, not just because it's yeah, podcast. It's right. because it's Friday. Well, hey, uh, I don't know. We, we Give them an extra <laughs> prize or something. <laughs> Get you an extra <laughs> Take sticker. Take some more stickers. Uh, no, we, we uh, you know, we inve- we want to invest in you and lead because we know you're investing in our programs. And uh, we know that you as seniors carry so much weight and responsibility for what happens in a program. And um, we say that this is not a lead episode, but, oh, heck, you brought it up, so I might as well finish this way. Our senior class always affects everything beneath them. And... You know, a team may be successful because they've got great talent at the sophomore or junior class, or maybe they got a freshman phenom or whatever. Y'all know those things happen. That's just God-given talent. But senior leadership is is often underestimated and never should be because it is human nature. It is a biological fact that 
those I've seen it in my own kids. You've seen it in every team you've ever coached coaches. Um, kids just have a tendency to follow the kids that are older than them and, and to look to them in situations where there are decisions to be made or maybe it's getting t- life's getting tough or, you know, it's that hard part of the season. The younger kids are going to look to seniors. When you have strong seniors, that's why we invest in them in the spring of their junior year. Um, that's why we get so proud when we see those T-shirts on Fridays, and we'll be watching for them now. Um, you know, maybe they could wear them in Round Rock, Coach O. That'd be really cool. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But these seniors are are, are truly uh, a shining mountaintop, the, the pinnacle of our athletic program, and, uh, you know, we're proud of you. So thanks for wearing your lead shirt. You may, of course. Yeah, make me feel real happy this morning. I'm excited about they, Friday now. I Coach think o. they really like them. I mean, those are nice shirts. Coach O picked them out. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. You know, we like to pick something that people are going to wear. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Well, we will see you on a course very soon. Uh, hopefully. You got to get up early. Yeah. Well. We start at seven. Yeah. Well, you know, we pick our days, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there for the big races and uh, we'll be there early. We may be rubbing our eyes, but we'll be there because we want to see you guys win. That's kind of important, too. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot. Congrats, Coach Coach Cook. You've been doing that for a long time. Winning on the course and winning and preparing these young people. And uh, young people, keep getting it done. Sir. The cross-country episode has now concluded, except for that Coach O is looking at me like she's got something else to say. No. I, I didn't. I was about to take my headphones off, oh. and then you – you went. You 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 acted like you were going to hit the button, and then I so I stopped because you did not hit the button. So you have nothing else to say. Bye, everybody.